Please open your Bibles to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. It's a sobering thing to stand in this pulpit, and the older I get, the more sober it becomes. I will confess to you today that what I'm about to preach upon, I preached the error in the past. It's really easy to have someone set set before you the Word of God and say, this is the way it is, and here's this reference and this reference and this reference, out of context, without any context usually, and if you don't have a knowledge of the Bible yourself, you're going to have a very hard time refuting or even finding, seeing any error in what's being taught. So today as I, as I preach this, I hope that you will understand that I know that I've done it wrong in the past. I pray the Lord will forgive that when I was young and foolish and thought I knew what I uh, had been taught from the Bible. I'm very thankful today that we have a pastor that does the, the um, work of a laborious ox so um, intensely and so thoroughly that we can be sure that we have the truth from God's word in, in all of these cases. So I'm going to read to you the entire chapter. It's only 17 verses of 2 Thessalonians 2. It's an important context. I didn't want to overwhelm you with uh, preparatory reading last night. So bear with me as I read 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 in light of the second coming. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was with you, yet with you, I told you these things. And now ye know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Amen. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of uprightness, I'm sorry, unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause God God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. Whereunto he called you by our gospel, to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught, whether by word or our epistle. Now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which hath loved us and hath given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. Amen. Amen.
I won't comment long on this. Just think about this as we prepare to consider the rapture uh, that is taught, the pre-tribulation rapture error that is taught or has been taught in most uh, Christian churches, most Baptist churches. There is, there's a clear word of God. When we read this, we understand that there is truth and that it is absolute. There's no confusion on God's part. There's no, um, there's no confusion at all. In fact, we learned and have learned that truth is not a right. God doesn't have to give truth to everyone. And in fact, not only does he not give truth, but he will send strong delusion if we do not carefully approach the word of God without, um, without any preconceived ideas. And that's the, that's the biggest challenge. There is not a way for a man to come before the word of God um, except by faith as a little child. We all have been taught things. We all have learned things over the course of our lives. So as you hear this uh, teaching, what you're going to hear is other, guy, other men's ideas, other pastors, other uh, writers, other ideas, and I'm going to present that to you, and then I'm going to try to debunk those, which is a challenging thing to do, to, to set up an argument, and I don't want there to be a straw man, so I've tried to research and do what I could to make sure that what I'm telling you about the, the error is right and accurate. But there's a lot of error out there. So I'm going to hit a little bit of it, and Lord willing, um, we will learn that there is a simple answer that really makes it pretty easy to just dismiss the entire error. 